Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us. We have got so much going on tonight for you. We're going to get to as much of it as we possibly can. You can see here this is a live shot of an event President Trump has in Wisconsin. He's obviously not at the mic right now. And if President Trump comes back to the mic, we will be watching that for you and take you out live to President Trump. Well, give me the split screen if we can now, Zach, please, because also what's happening right now in Bismarck, there's a Bismarck City Commission meeting taking place right now, and they're talking about potentially having a mask mandate in Bismarck. That is a very, very hot topic because coming up here, folks, in just a few minutes, just minutes ago, I wrapped up a 20-plus minute conversation with White House COVID Task Force Coordinator, Dr. Deborah Burks. We've broken that down into two different segments for you tonight. We're going to do our best to play as much of that for you as possible because it was a fascinating, fascinating conversation. So, uh, Zach, let's do this because President Trump is not at the mic. Let's go out to the Bismarck City Commission meeting. Let's take some audio there. There's been a, a lively debate tonight in Bismarck. A lot of people watching this online. So let's hear what they have to say at the Bismarck City Commission meeting about a possible vote or actually a vote on a mask mandate in Bismarck. We barely weathered the fear mongering when the phones stopped ringing and all current projects were put on hold or canceled. Many of my colleagues were not so lucky. This city does well when its businesses do well. We can only do that if we're free to operate. But now you're asking business owners to be your police. You're asking us to be doctors and tell residents which medical devices they need to implement in their lives and then you want us to narc on the ones that don't comply or you'll financially punish us some more. We have no more right to require someone to cover their faces than we do to slap that Mountain Dew or bag of Cheetos out of their hands at the grocery store. And neither do you. When people are asked who should be in charge of their health care decisions, I have yet to hear anyone ever say my city government or any local store or store owner for that matter. Look, there's no pandemic. Even the WHO has downgraded their panic-driven assessment to an epidemic, and we've known all along what it really is. This afternoon, the report was released that the CDC has admitted that in reality, only 6% of the over 200,000 deaths were actually caused by COVID. The remainder of the deaths were caused by life-ending pre-existing conditions without any help from corona like renal failure, cancer, pneumonia, or heart attacks. These folks were going to die whether they got COVID or not. Things are very deceiving all around us with the healthcare facilities and hospitals essentially getting rewarded with a 20% bonus from Medicare for every COVID classification they make by the CARES Act funding guidelines. Of course, they're going to overreport it, and they're hurting too. I've per personally witnessed an entire patient unit empty with all the lights turned off at St. Alexis. It's not our ho that our hospitals don't have enough room. It's because they don't have enough staff after the layoffs earlier this year because people were too afraid to go to the hospital for even dire things like heart attacks. And since the COVID units are kept small to prevent spread, they're having to turn away patients to other facilities that have beds that have staff. Bismarck is the capital city. Again, that is a live shot of the Bismarck City Commission meeting as they're getting prepared to vote on a possible mask mandate. Just so you know, Mayor Steve Bakken, um, after having Dr. Deborah Burks in Bismarck yesterday, said, hey, look, we're not looking to do a citywide mandate. We think that should be done by the state if it's going to happen because people are traveling all over 
the great state of North Dakota. You heard some pretty fascinating data there from that uh, woman. We don't know who that is speaking right now, but she just mentioned something from the CDC. I don't want to quote it because I'm not 100% certain that it's accurate, but if it bears out to be true, wow, that is fascinating, fascinating information. Now, with all that being said, the reason that this is such an important conversation for all of us is because yesterday, as we know, we had Dr. Deborah Burks in Bismarck. She talked about how non-compliant the people of Bismarck is or are when it comes to wearing face masks, social distancing. She actually said it's the worst, the worst that she's seen across the country. She's been in, I think, 38 or 40 states. So literally just minutes ago, I wrapped up a 20 plus minute conversation with her. It was over the phone. So just bear with us. You'll be able to hear it just fantastic. Keep in mind, it's going to be a bunch of video over the audio of this conversation. We covered a ton of topics from the vaccine, the mass, the whole thing. So here's part one. We're going to have part two later in the show, but here's part one of my conversation with White House COVID coordinator of the task force, Dr. Deborah Burks. You've mentioned, you know, the hot spots across the country. Earlier today, President Trump tweeted, until November 4th, fake news media is going to go full on COVID, COVID, COVID. We are rounding the turn 99.9%. Is America rounding the turn on COVID right now? You know, I think we're all hopeful that we will have a vaccine and round that corner together. But until we have an effective and safe vaccine that we can utilize to immunize Americans and protect Americans from COVID, until that day, we have to do those efforts that we know will make a change in the number of, of cases. We know this is a highly infectious virus. It's more infectious when you're indoors. And we know that many people across the Northern Plains, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Chicago, Indiana, we see these cases starting to rise across the parts of America that are cold. And we're trying to really learn and we do believe that this virus is controllable and trying to learn what works with communities, how we get the word out, and how we really talk about these indoor spreading events so that we can really decrease the number of cases that are occurring so that we can all round that corner together with a safe and effective vaccine. So would you say we're rounding the turn now or no? We will round the corner when we get a safe and effective vaccine. Got right it. now, we have rising cases across the areas that are, are getting colder, very similar to what happened across the South when it got too hot for people to be outside enjoying each other's company, and they went inside to air conditioning. That caused that southern, that southern summer surge. We're seeing that same northern, the southern surge in the northern area of the country that got cold, and I think we really need to change our behaviors during the next few weeks until we get a safe and effective vaccine in the future to really make sure that we can save as many lives between now and then. When the vaccine's available, will you take it? Absolutely. You know, I, I'm, an, I'm a clinical immunologist yeah. and worked on infectious diseases my entire life. So I know how important immune responses are to stop, to really stop my infection and also to stop spread to others. And so, of course, I've gotten many vaccines throughout my life because I've traveled globally quite a bit. Um, and of course, being in the healthcare profession, we were one of the first in line to get the hepatitis B vaccine. So, yes, I'm a strong supporter of immunization as protection against infectious diseases. So President Trump put down the 99.9%. I'm assuming that's the survival rate. Um, what is the survival rate right now for COVID people? 
You know, it depends what age group you're in. Um, and so if you're over 70, that was the age group most, um, most significantly impacted with severe disease and mortality. That mortality was close to 30% for all cases in individuals over 70. That now is around 10%. And so that's a really dramatic improvement. And I think that really, we should really applaud um, both the therapeutics that have been developed um, and our new ways of treating from ensuring that we have what we call anticoagulation so people don't clot and steroids, which we know are critical. But we also have remdesivir and convalescent plasma and monoclonal antibodies on the way. So that has made a tremendous difference in survival as well as the expert, and I just want to keep emphasizing this, our frontline healthcare workers, our respiratory therapists, our nurses and doctors, they're what make these therapeutics work, and they're what are really helping individuals survive. But I know that no one wants their 70-year-old grandmother or older to die from COVID. And so that's why we keep coming down to these common sense um, things that each of us can do to really prevent others from getting infected. So yeah, I know the deaths per day are down dramatically, so maybe that's that's the rounding the turn part. But I, I want to say share with you that I, I said I was going to have a chance to visit with you today, and social media went just crazy about it. So I want to share some things that people are asking you from our community. And this person, I'm assuming, is from Bismarck because you'd made the comment yesterday about how people were um, not complying in Bismarck. And so this person says, I want to know why she basically called us selfish for wanting freedom from masks. <laughs> And then she went on to ask, what scientific study are you looking at that really proves her theory on mask wearing? So we have lots of evidence now that masks can block droplets. And so we have um, physics and the physics evidence. And I think everybody has seen those pictures. Certainly when you go outside and you blow into cold air, you can see how far your droplets go. That's what you're seeing, your droplets. Um, and I would ask everybody who doesn't think masks work, put a mask on, go outside, and do the same thing with and without a mask. And you can see how far your droplets go with and without a mask. More importantly, we've seen across the country when the citizens utilize masks in public, there was a dramatic decline in the number of cases within two weeks of increased mask utilization. And so that's why it's important. I do think it's always important because you've got very smart people in North Dakota who ask great questions. I think the other important thing is when you take your mask off because you let down your guard and you're with a, a group of people that is outside your household, that's where spreading can also occur. And so it's when you have your mask off and you're close to an individual where this virus that's highly contagious can spread. But I know every North Dakotan can go outside and blow into cold air and see that with and without a mask, and they'll know then why masks are important. But are there other, I guess her question is, are there scientific studies that back it up, or is it just more anecdotal at this point? No, there are scientific okay. studies and there are public health evidence um, um, from the salon workers to the airplanes that had individuals that were found later to be positive when they landed and no one on those flights got infected because everybody was masked. So there's, there's lots of evidence and then there's the public health impact evidence that we've seen across the country. Dr. Fauci recently said to the Philadelphia Inquirer that we might be wearing masks and social distancing to the end of 2021, maybe into 20. 22. Do you agree with that? 
Well, you know, Dr. Fauci is a longtime colleague of mine. I've been privileged to work with him since the early 80s, um, so I would never contradict what Dr. Fauci says. I think it all depends on um, one critical piece, um, how quickly and how many Americans come forward to get immunized when we have a safe and effective vaccine. And that will change, and that will determine how long we have to mitigate this virus, which includes man wearing masks. Boy, the, the COVID fatigue, if we have to go until 2022, might be, might be unbearable. Well, that's <laughs> why when we, have, no, when we have a safe and effective vaccine, that's why we need Americans to get immunized. So part two of that interview is coming up right after this. We really dive into North Dakota's numbers and why we're leading the nation and really the world in cases and deaths per capita. So you hear more from Dr. Deborah Burks coming up right after this. Please share your point of view with us. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back.